Welcome to When the Slipper Fits podcast. My name is Caitlin. And I'm Felicity, and we are your hosts. In this podcast, you will find everything from Jesus, kingdom marriage, and a real live fairy tale all in one. Come along on this journey as we grow in Christ and prepare for our kingdom marriages. Hey guys. Hello, welcome back. Guys, if you loved last week's episode, buckle up. It is coming, guys. We feel the Holy Spirit speaking through us today, and some things might be hard to hear. And you know what? At the end of the day, some of us need to hear it. God does this out of love, not hate, or gossip, or turning people down. He does this because it's always going to be about him first. And now when we're seeing, because we've been seeing a lot of testimonies, a lot of breakthroughs, a lot of confirmation in the last week, let me tell you, you're not alone seeing confirmation. I know you're not. No, definitely not. And I think with everything going on, we need to really take a long, hard look at our hearts. Yes. The heart posture. Yes. Yes. That is something that especially right now, we need to make sure that we get our hearts right and we clean out our hearts because everything stems from the heart. Every emotion, every choice we make all comes from our hearts. And if your hearts are sick, then you're probably not going to make the best choices. So we got a treat for you today. So without further ado, Holy Spirit just took the wheel. Let's get started. So we're all hearing about the heart the heart posture, a godly man. All of these saints add up to the heart posture. So we're going to talk about our hearts first before we talk about the godly man. God has been really placing, especially the whole week that I've been seeing a lot of breakthroughs from multiple different people and all these saints. Sometimes we tend to get super jealous of people getting their moments in their day-to-day living. And we sometimes go to God because we want it now, right here, right now, so that we're not left out. We want to skip ahead of the story. God doesn't want us to skip ahead of the story. He wants us to live in the moments of now for our good and our benefits. You know, we tend to think, where's my wedding day? Where's my rain? You know, I'm living in this crap hole of a home and no one loves me and no one cares for me. I just want someone to come rescue me. My beloved child, Jesus already rescued you. Mm. That brings me to the woman at the well. Mm She said, as Jesus was talking to her, she said, but I was rejected by others. And Jesus replied, I know, but not by the Messiah. Guys, this is the same thing for us. We feel, you know, is God really going to bless me? It hasn't happened yet. It's been how many years? It's I, I don't know when this is going to happen. You know, I'm tired of waiting and I've waited so long. Maybe it's not going to happen. But you guys, Jesus, he chose us, each and every single one of us. He has chosen us. Does not matter what walk of life you come from. Does not matter how far you may think you're gone. Jesus chose you just like he chose the woman at the well. And I can promise you guys, he has a plan for you. And it might not be right now. He might be saying, wait, there's things that need to happen before we receive our blessings. 
Now, every single day we receive blessings, but are, are our eyes open to those blessings? A lot of times we're missing it because we're so focused on the bigger picture. I know I know you and I say this all the time. Oh, yes. All the time. Oh, yes. Are you missing your day-to-day blessings because you're so focused on the end picture? Mike, drop. Ladies, take this out of love. Again, this is not a a pointing the fingers episode. This is an episode of it is your own fault delaying the breakthroughs from coming. And Mm -hmm. let's just think about that for a second. What does it mean by we are delaying the breakthroughs? Okay. The one thing that gets to me is this. Jesus should be the only foundation of your life. Singleness is not delaying or denial. It is a season that you need. You are married to Jesus. He is your only love and you give your 100% to him. Not 10%, 100%. Ladies, here's the beauty of this. Your husbands are going to thank you that you do not give your whole heart to him. You give your whole heart to Christ. Because when you give your whole heart to Christ, you will know what everlasting love truly means. And the thing is, you're not going to get it 100% ready. You're not going to be 100% ready. It's a mission, not a game. Marriage is not a game. It's not some play-to-play thing. It's a mission. The you two are growing together with Christ and knowing how to bring the broken people and heal the heart posture to go to Christ. And the other thing that really comes to me is this. You know, take it from me. You all know I have been single for a very long time. Ladies, it is a blessing. I am 28 years old. When I was 21, I thought I was ready. Oh, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to have all these saints. When in reality, I was still stubborn. I was a brat. I wanted it. Now I was Veruca Salt from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And you know her character. I want it now. And I'm going to be mad if I don't get it now. Well, what happened to Veruca Salt? She went in the trash. And Willy Wonka said she was a bad egg. The reason why she was a bad egg is because of the heart. Her heart was cold. Her heart wanted what she wanted and not what God had for her. Ladies, I'm, I was Veruca Salt. And I can honestly tell you, God will be like Rafiki from The Lion King. Take that bamboo stick and whack you in the head until you finally wake up and go, good morning. Welcome back to this is what I have for you and this is how you're going to get it. You're delaying your own blessing because you're being a brat. God can talk to you like that. This is so probably inappropriate, but... (laughs) (laughs) You know, it just I like came to me when you were saying Veruca Salt. Oh Her no! Last name Salt because she was salty. <laughs> well, she had a little spice into her, so maybe. Anyway, that like I was like, oh my gosh, as you were saying. That is so anyway, true. Leave it to me to get off topic. I do that, but <laughs> as you were saying that, it got me thinking that. You know, sometimes an indication that you aren't ready is 
if you stop, if you get your blessing, okay, think about it. You're in the future, right? You've gotten your blessing. Will you stop praying as much as you are when you receive that blessing? Mm. Will you stop involving God in everything that you do now because you've gotten that blessing? Like, really, think about it. Mm -hmm. You can say all you want that, you know, you won't start to ignore God, that um, when you get your blessings, you'll still involve him. But, like, actually think about it. Yes. Will you start to neglect God? I want you guys, each and every one of you listening, I want you guys to ponder on this and really think about it. Will you neglect God when you get your blessing? Because I know the minute I started thinking like that, it really opened my eyes because I would say, Lord, you know, I would be in my word every single day, sometimes twice a day. I was praying, I was praying. And then I got into a a spot where I was like, okay, I've been doing this for how long? And I still haven't gotten my blessing and I became bitter Mm -hmm. and salty. (laughs) Um, I, I mean, I got bitter and then it made me, it made me realize that's when I realized that when I get my blessing, I'm probably going to neglect God, which is why I'm not ready right now. Mm-hmm. This obviously happened, you know, a little while ago. So it's not how I think currently. For sure. Um, But it really made me want, like, start to think and wonder how many people are in this season where they're praying because they're expecting. They want what God has told them. They want it. So they're like, I'm going to praise you until I get it. And then it's like, okay, well, it's not happening. Okay, well, it's still not here. And then you start to grow angry with God and you start to almost in a way kind of like punish him. Like, well, if you're not going to give me what I want and what you told me, then I'm not going to talk to you as much. And Honey, let me tell you, that is very abusive behavior. And we are all guilty of it. Mm. And I think first and foremost, before anything, you need to spend time in prayer. You need to spend time in the word. You need to spend time with God in order to hear his promise for your life. Because what you think you heard him say this his promise might not actually be his voice that might not even been him that told you that that could have been the lie from the enemy or it could have been a figment of your own imagination because you're not close with him you don't recognize his voice you can't discern your voice from um god's voice from the enemy's voice I'm which so- is why i'm sorry could you just repeat that in the back row just in case could you just repeat that <laughs> one more time for me please just just for the back row just You have to be careful where you are in your relationship with God because sometimes you're not going to be able to discern your voice from God's voice, from the enemy's voice. You need to make sure that God is the one that spoke this promise to you. You can't find something out about somebody if you don't talk to them, right? How are you supposed to know God's promise for your life? How are you supposed to expect him to tell you without you listening? without you going in conversation with him. How are you supposed to find it out? I can't find anything out about your life if you don't tell me. I'm not I'm not a psychic. I don't know what's going on in your life. You have to tell me what's going on in your life. I could see what you post on social media, but we all know that social media isn't exactly how it is. Everything's kind of, you know, here's the best five seconds of my life. Here you go. I don't know about y'all, but my body just got hot with the Holy Spirit. I don't know. I just, Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. God is like downloading all these things. And I'm like, God, I do not want to interrupt my co-host. Just give me a second, please. But God's like, I'm going to just download these for you. And I'm like, okay. Here's the thing. 
there are three things that just downloaded to me as Felicity was talking. You are obsessing and you don't know that you're obsessing. Why are you obsessing? You're not enjoying the moment of the life that God gave you today. You're not getting it. We were not promised today, ladies and gentlemen. God woke you up. He gave you today. What can you do to benefit his kingdom today? Not next Tuesday, not next week. What can you do for him today? The other thing is, you talk about it 24-7. I'm going to do this when I'm married. I'm going to do this when I'm engaged. I'm going to buy this when I'm engaged. I'm going to do it. Okay, time out. Hold the phone. You're not enjoying your life. You are living someone else's moment because you can't stomach it that that moment is not for you. So you want everyone to turn it around to make it a you moment. Ladies, it's not going to be always about you 24-7 a day. It's going to be about everyone else. And I'm not saying this to be mean. I am saying this to be kind because I do not want any of you to get delayed. I do not want anyone getting delayed in these beautiful times that we are living in right now. We may not be able to physically see that these are beautiful times right now, but they are gorgeous times that we're living in right now. But the, the reality is this. You have got to stop painting it all about you and not others first before you. You are painting yourself as God and you don't know it. Everyone's got to bow down to me. Everyone has to look at me. Everyone has to praise me and worship me because it says a woman who fears God shall be praised. I want to be praised in the bask in my moment. Stop. Please stop with that attitude because that's not going to get you anywhere. You're over obsessing about something that isn't happening yet. And God is begging you, pleading with you, please come to me. Please follow me. Please talk to me. I'll give you a better one. I've been getting a lot of feedback on my TikTok lately because God has been downloading things to me for TikTok because I do have a platform called When the Slipper Fits. And I'm getting, re- I'm getting um, text messages and then they delete them. And it's sad. I need you all to pray for me because I'm just getting frustrated about not getting a husband and a kingdom man. And I just, I'm doing everything I can. I literally wrote back, if you don't know how to pray with God, how can anyone else pray for you? We can't, we can't do the talking for you. The, the, this is where free choice and free will come into place, ladies and gentlemen. You have free choice. You have free will. Stop going to people like a fortune teller or a gambling match and go, I need you to go to God for me and then I'll go to God and pray when it comes. Eh, Ron, negative. No. If you don't know how to pray with him first, how can we pray for you? Not only that, if you don't know how to hold a relationship with God, how are you going to be able to hold a relationship with your future husband? Boom. Say that one more time for the people in the back row. No, boom. Say it again. If you don't know how to keep a relationship with God, how can you keep a relationship with your future husband? I don't know about you guys, but that was just God speaking through me and I just got convicted myself. Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Because I will admit, I came home last night and I was so tired. The day was draining. I went right to bed and I was like, I'll read my word tomorrow. I'll read the word tomorrow, not tonight. And then I, like, as I am thinking, I'm like, hmm. So when I'm tired, am I going to just tell my husband, not right now, no, I'll, I'll give you attention tomorrow. 
Not right now. Only you could see my face right now. If only you could see my face right now. We tend to do that all the time. God, I'm too tired. I'm not going to come to you. Hmm. So you'll come to me when you want something, but not what you physically need from me. You need to heal your heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. oh, this just got juicy. Talk about a TED Talk. I want each and everyone listening. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to understand something. Yes. Every single tear that you have shed, mm-hmm. every single one, God knows about it. Amen. He was there when it happened. Come on. He may not have said anything or you might not have been listening. That's another thing. God's not speaking to me. He's not speaking to me. Honey, yes, he is. You're not listening. Keep calling. When you go to God in prayer, sometimes, and I'm going to say this with the like the nicest way I can possibly say Please it. do. Sometimes you just need to shut up and let God speak. I know that kind of sounded harsh, but I'm myself included, ladies, myself included. I am never... Keep going. Please do not stop. Just keep keep going. I just looked over and I'm like, oh, is she okay? Is she like signing for help? Please keep going. Please keep going. Please. No. Please. But I I had this moment the other night. I during my Bible study, I finally I shut up. I got down on my knees and I said these words, Lord, I humbly become before the feet of the cross. Lord, I humbly come before you and I humbly say, I am sorry because this night I did not necessarily pass a test in the way I would have wanted. So I'll just, I'll just let you guys in on this. Overwhelming anger consumed me, consumed me. I don't know what it was People could breathe in my direction and I would give them the side eye. Like it just came out of absolutely nowhere where I just felt attacked. And I got home and I just started venting and I started swearing. And I, that is something that I have been for months. You know, I've been, I've gotten really good at it, but that is my one thing that I am trying to completely lay down. And I went before God and I said, Lord, I I'm going to bring myself to a point of humility because I can't grow if I don't recognize my wrongs. And then I just sat there and said, you know what? I've said what I needed to say, and I'm just going to sit here. I'm just going to sit here in your presence. I kid you not. I was on my knees. My Bible was open. I sat there, okay? Sat there. Maybe five, ten minutes went by. I looked down at my Bible and just went, oh! And there it was. There it was. I'm going to share this verse with you guys that I read because I think. Oh, please do. I mean, it was it was confirmation for a lot of things, but yes. also like I just want to share with what the Lord said to me. And it's a good verse. So mm-hmm. one of my favorite books of the Bible is First Timothy. And as I was actually doing this Bible study on a godly man, what is a godly man? And this was a page that was opened. And this is what the Lord spoke to me through. It's First uh, Timothy 4, 11 through 16. Command and teach these things. Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers in example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. 
do not neglect the gift you have, which was given to you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things, immerse yourself in them, so that all may see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, and for by doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. And this is important because whatever we say, people are listening. People are listening. Our moments of anger, our moments of pride, our moments of jealousy, our moments of boastfulness, people are listening. We represent Christ. We are the bodies of Christ, okay? And people are going to, unfortunately, hold us under a microscope. Well, you're a Christian. You can't do that. Well, you're a Christian. You can't do that. And they hold you to almost like a perfect standard that only Jesus is. They expect us to literally be Jesus, like in the flesh, and we are not. We still have our humanly temptations, okay? We are still human. We are still imperfect, and we are still sinners. But the reason I'm saying this is because I want you to take a step back. And how am I speaking to others? Am I looking at them how Jesus looks at them? Jesus loves everybody, every single person. It does not matter their walk of life. It does not matter the choices they've made in this life. It does not matter what they do. Jesus loves everybody. And it is not our job to judge them. Mm -mm. It is our job to love them. And it is our job to show and preach the gospel to them. It is our job to show them what it looks like to have a relationship with God. Yes. And it's not always going to be perfect. No. It's not. No. No. But you need to be careful with how you act and react. And that all comes from the heart. Is your heart clean? Is your heart sick? Is your heart clouded? What is in your heart? Is the enemy crept into your heart? Is it filled with the Holy Spirit? Mm. You have to examine your heart. You have to take a look at your heart and see what is inside of it. Because that is where all of our all of our emotions, all of our actions, every single thing that we do in day-to-day life comes from the heart. Wow. Well. Well. Look. I'm going to give you guys a better one. You thought that? Mm. All right, Lord. Ladies, here's the question for you. You want a godly man. You say you want a godly man. Do you look like a godly woman? Mm. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm seeing a lot of Instagram and a lot of TikTok of women calling and claiming themselves to be these true women of God, they're cussing and looking like tramps, licking their lips, looking like Barbie model dolls, and then they get mad at God because these other men creep in and look at what you're doing. And then you're getting mad at God again. Uh, mm. God, I'm a godly woman. I don't want these men. And God is sitting there on the throne room going, then why are you acting like them? Act like a wife, not a girlfriend. Act like a wife, not a girlfriend, ladies. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be your Rafiki from the Lion King. Wake up. Wake mm-hmm. up. You either want it, you walk, you walk, you're talking the talk. You're not walking the walk, ladies. That's the problem. You you want it, but you don't want it. You're being spoiled. 
I want to pick any man I can find. I don't care what God showed me. It's going to take too long. I'm just going to take any man in the world. But then he will not know how to treat you right because you're looking around, not treating your body like a temple. You're showing yourself off. And the only man who could be seeing that stuff, no offense, is the man that makes the commitment to Christ. Yes. Did y'all hear that in the back row? Just just saying. Hear me out, girls. Stop it. Out of your big sisterly love, please stop. Please stop. Because you're not pleasing God and you're not pleasing yourself. Where does it say in the Bible, look like the world? It doesn't. It said be not of this world. Be not of this world. Be, be a Proverbs 31 wife. And here's the thing. A Proverbs 31 wife, ladies, does not mean wear a cape uh, all over you, clothe yourself, cover your hair. Okay, God came down here to fulfill the promises. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that right up front. God came here to fulfill the law. The choice was up to you. But there's nothing wrong, ladies, with covering yourself. You're not covering yourself. You're showing yourself off a little too much. And this is where we get frustrated by the wrong men are coming into the picture. Who's, it's, it's not God's fault. God is sitting there giving you that free choice. The choice is up to you. But don't you dare get mad at God because when the men start coming in, you're showing off to the wrong men. Wow. Yes. No. Yes. And how many relationships... Have we prayed for God to bless that he didn't even accept, Yes. call, or even choose to be in our lives? We still have free will. Yes. We can still yes. make choices that were never a part of God's will for our lives. And that's why it is so important to align God's will for your life with how you live your life. Align what God wants for you to be your life. You need to walk on the straight and narrow path. You need to walk on the path that God has for you. Because if you don't, it's going to lead to heartbreak and all of these problems that were never meant to be problems. I I can say it from the beginning that I in the very first episode, I talked about a relationship that I orchestrated that was never meant to be. Yes. And Yes. I lost a good friend. I lost many good friends because of that relationship. Mm-hmm. I have been friends, and this doesn't just go as a, a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. I have had friends in my life that were never meant to be my friends. Mm-hmm. Nothing came from that relationship and nothing was supposed to come from that relationship. But what I did is I made harder choices in life that I, I was never supposed to have to make because I said, you know what? I'm just going to walk the walk and we'll figure the rest out later. We know. Okay. When we get in a relationship with somebody. Yep. Okay. We know that he or she has non-negotiable issues or standards. But we're like, you know what? I'm going to fast and I'm going to pray for them to change. We become our own gods in our own eyes. Creating relationships to mirror the image of our own fantasies. Oh. Oh. When, yes. And oh. when somebody 
<laughs> no, don't you dare stop. No, 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 no. You keep going. When somebody comes to us, okay? This is why it's so important to be equally yoked, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So important. Please just say it. When somebody comes into our life, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, let's go to my blind date. Let's give an example because that's maybe be better visually. I went on a blind date with a guy, okay? Guys, this 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 was not it. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was not it. I knew that it wasn't, but I I still, you know, proceeded. And he told me he uh, mocked and judged me actually for being a Christian. And I, you know, testing the waters, I text him, oh, doing my Bible study. And he was like, oh, cool. Yeah, maybe I should get into that too. And I was like, oh, wait, okay. We're seeing progress. I meet the guy. This is before I met him. I meet him. And he starts mocking me and judging me and telling me that he's got family that are missionaries and then pr- follows it with, needless to say, we don't talk to them anymore. You guys, if I would have proceeded with him, I knew that he wasn't a Christian. I knew that, needless to say, we don't talk to them anymore. And he was mocking them, mocking their faith. I knew that if I were to get into a relationship with this guy, he was good, would mock and ridicule my faith and it would affect my walk with Christ. And I would probably not be where I am today. But because of the relationship I have with God, And because of the point of the relationship I was with God in this point in my life, I walked away. I walked away because it was never meant for me. And I think that God let me go on this date to show Felicity, this date is going to show you what you want in a guy and it's going to give you the strength to get there. It's going to give you the strength to get there because some people and there's been points in my life too. But I didn't, I wasn't a, I wasn't a devout Christian. I was Catholic so at this point in my life and I was a Catholic pretty much in name only. And I met this one guy and I really thought that, I thought this was it. I was so in love with him and I was willing to risk it all, if you know what I mean. I was willing to risk it all. I was 17 years old, 17 Okay, it just shows no matter what age you are, you can still make these life altering decisions. I was 17 years old, willing to risk it all because I was so in love with this guy. He had me. He had me by a not even just a thread. This guy had a grip on me, a death grip. And I was willing to risk it all for him. And guess what? I haven't talked to him in four years. Yeah, I have not talked to him in over four years. Can you imagine if I would if I would have given up my purity for him? Can you when you sleep with somebody? This just went in a whole different direction, but it needs to be said. Get, yes. When you sleep with somebody, you create this bond, you create this soul tie with that person. Okay, this is only supposed to be meant for your future husband or your future wife. This is only meant for that one person. When you create this tie and this bond with this person that it was never meant to be created, it is going to hurt harder when they leave. It is going to hurt you. It's going to destroy you. It's going to do more than just break you. It's literally going to destroy you for a time in your life. And you're going to start making decisions that you should not be making because you're broken. And let me tell you, 
no matter what, everyone has a past. Yes. Everybody has a past. So I'm not here to condemn you. I'm not no. here to judge you. And I'm not here to shame you. Please don't think All that. All I'm saying, if you have not made this decision in your life yet, if you still have your purity, I want you to think about it. This has to be a choice that you have to make. Yes. I cannot make this choice for you. And, you know, things do happen in life and everybody does have, everybody has a past. You know, there are things that happen to people that they can't control. But if those things happen to you, in my eyes, and I think in God's eyes, you're still pure because you did not make those choices. Yes. And you create this bond with somebody that you were never meant to have. You were never meant to be this intimate with this person and you have just done it. And now you're left in shambles, broken, destroyed. Going to give you guys a couple minutes to think about that one, but... There's something, there are two things that came to me still. And again, we love you girls. We love you very much. And we're going to get to the godly man in a little bit, you know, because they're important too. There are still godly men out there, but you know what? They're thirsty for godly women, not this. Okay. So hear me out on this. We are quote unquote, what everyone is saying when we're single alone. We tend to jump the gun and go on dating apps to feel wanted, to feel appreciated, to post these beautiful Instagram pictures and the guys start texting you and all these things and you love it. You love it. Here's the thing. You've never been alone. You've never been alone, ladies. Jesus died on the cross to satisfy you. He should be the one that satisfies your whole self, your whole being, your whole body, your mind, soul, and spirit, all these things. The godly men should sustain you, not satisfy you. Mm. They don't get your whole being, ladies. And as mean as that sounds, the right men are going to praise you for that because it says in the word, Proverbs 31, Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears God shall indeed be praised. You're looking at physical attractions. You're not looking at the heart posture. Mm -hmm. We tend to think our men need to look like these goddesses and movie star actors and fancy muscles and all of these things when the reality is, where is their heart? Is their heart following Christ? Is their heart led to Christ? Are they lying to you to make you want to talk to them? I can smell a liar from a mile away. I have been so awake. I can smell a counterfeit two blocks from me. I know when the right one is going to come. Why? Ladies, Here's the beauty of how, about how God would love to hear you talk. He will reveal to you who he has for you if you just ask, seek, and knock. You're not mm. doing your job. You're not asking. You're not seeking. And you're not knocking. You don't have a relationship with God right now because you want what you want. Your mindset is still, is still in the, I want, I want, I want, me, 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 me. It's never been about that, ladies. 
You don't need a man to complete you. It's a desire of your what? Heart. But if your heart is still sick, you will not know how to have that desire of your heart. Ladies, here's the other thing. You're thinking too small. We hear this a lot. We think too small. God can't do big. There's this new song that I've been in love with for about four days now. And it's by Pastor Mike Jr. I recommend you listen to it. It's called Big. In the song, the the singer says, it's got to be big. Not if, not meant. It's got to be big. Because why? God's kingdom is big. We are on a mission, ladies. We're not here for a game. God will give you the big, not the rich, not the wealth. That's not why you're in for a marriage. I'm only going to marry a man if he's wealthy. I'm only going to marry a man if he can give me what I want to shut me up. No, no. You are fully rich in faith. You are not fully rich in money. That is temporary. The heart is eternal. The heart is eternal. Because who is eternal? Jesus. And if you can't see it, if you can't see it, You're not going to love anyone else, not even yourself. You don't love yourself. That's why your heart posture is sick. You think you love yourself, but you don't love yourself because you're still wallowing in the woe is me. And it just brings me back. Okay, so it brings me back to this book I'm reading. Seriously, so good. But it says, and I've said this so many times before, but to see it in a book, I was like, oh, somebody else thinks the same thing. Okay. Yes. The longer you wait. Just say it. The better the blessing. You've been waiting patiently for what God has promised you. Okay. The longer you wait, the better the blessing will be. And I'm not just talking in a, a terms of a, a future spouse. No. Like, yes, this podcast is about future spouse, but I don't want to just limit it. Correct. Correct. Yes. Yes. And another point that I like really want to bring up is First Peter 2.20. And basically this verse is telling us that deliverance from our wrong choices may take days. It may take weeks. It may take months or years of being chained to those choices and living out those consequences. Now, I'm going to actually read the verse too. I'm going to read the um, English Standard Version because that's the version I have. For what credits is it if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure? This is a gracious thing in the sight of God. Mm. When I was saying all the things about like the, the counterfeit guy, right? Willing to risk it all. Yeah. And and the blind date. This guy seemed like he could be a man. Um, somewhat man of God. Mm-hmm. It feels so weird even saying that because that was the furthest thing from the truth. But one verse I did want to bring up was 1 John 4, 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into this world. You hear Felicity and I say it all the time, test the fruits. Test the fruits. Test the fruits. Because Satan, honey, Satan can send you a blessing too. It may look like a blessing in the beginning, but it won't end in a blessing. God will send you a blessing that looks like a blessing and finishes in a blessing. And now I'm going to say it. I'm not married, but I can tell you from what I've seen, 
marriage is hard. Amen. You need to work on it. You need to have Christ in the center of your marriage. And I know we have a lot of people listening that are probably married. They're past the single season. But like we said, this podcast isn't just for those in the single season. No. You need to keep Christ in the center of your marriage. Every fight, every argument, every anything that you have, go to God. Yes. Take it to God. You will have points where you have uncontrollable anger like I had the other day. Yes. came up out of nowhere. Nowhere. Just because you have received the blessing that God has told you that you are going to get does not mean Satan won't come and try to test it. Correct. Oh, oh, this just got deep. Yes. Here's the thing, ladies, that we tend to understand. We think marriage is a fairy tale. Oh, it's going to be just like Cinderella. No fighting, no arguing, no this, no. Hold the phone. I'm going to give you a quote from Everybody Loves Raymond. It's my favorite quote of all time. This is my favorite quote from Deborah Barone. Honey, there are going to be screams coming out of your ear, and it's not because you're on Mr. Toad's wild ride. Ladies, there's going to be arguments coming out of both of you. But do we throw in the towel because we're fighting? No, this is the beauty about the cross. You go together to the cross and you go, you know what? Uh Uh-uh, Satan can't touch this. This is a kingdom marriage. Because you're getting a kingdom marriage, does that mean Satan stops? He was the most gorgeous angel in the world, in the world. He can try to stop a kingdom marriage because guess what? You're doing the same things. You're on the mission to bring people closer to Christ. Together. Marriage is not easy. It's so hard, but you have to want that hard. You have to want it. And that's okay if you do want it, because a lot of us do want it, but we don't. I see my girl Felicity right now. She's got something on her sleeve. So you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna give the, the mic back to her. What you got for me, gorgeous? What you got? It's not about you. Your marriage is not about you. It's about God. <laughs> it's about bringing the kingdom people to the kingdom it's not about you yes it may fulfill that desire in your heart it may be something that you're longing for but it's not about you oh my goodness gracious thank you lord Mm. i'm telling you he's speaking little snippets to me and i'm like okay expand same where are we going (laughs) Well, I'll give you one better. We got Micah 6, verse 8, okay? He has showed you, oh man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Not your husband, ladies. See, here's the thing. We tend to, when we pray for them, we give our whole self to the guy. When the guy is looking at it going, uh-uh, this is not what I prayed for. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Honey, I love you, but I don't love you first. I love you second. Do you know how attractive that is for a woman to hear? I'm telling you what. I am single and I can tell you right now that is the most attractive thing to hear from a man. I love you, but you don't get all of me. You get half. Mm -hmm. You get my 10%. 10% of me goes to you. My 100% my love goes to the king. 
That is the most attracting thing that a godly woman wants to hear. That, mm, because here's the thing, now he'll know how to love me. Because he's not bullcrapping it. He is walking in the grace of the Lord. He is the image of Christ because he is walking the walk, talking the talk, acting the act, doing all of it. All of it. That is what I wait for. And you know what? 10 years. I can still wait. I am telling you right now, the wait is worth it, ladies. It is so worth that wait because here's the thing. You're going to get what God knows that you need from him. Not what you want, not what you nag for, what you need. Because again, it's about God, not you. If, okay, if you're not ready right now, God Mm -hmm. knows when we're ready and when we're not. Yes. You may say you're ready, but but let's say you're not ready. Yes. Do you think that God is going to give you something that you're going to end up worshiping instead of him? Say that one more time. One more time. Do you think God will give you your blessing and know that you're going to end up worshiping that blessing instead of him? (sighs) If God gives you your husband right now and you're not ready or your wife, whoever's listening, and you're not ready and you end up worshiping that person. What, what what then? What now? And this is why I asked in the beginning of this episode. Yes. Will you start to neglect God? Will you start to stop praying as much? Will you start to ignore God? Yes. And I, I want you to ponder on that. Like, I'm going to bring it back to that. I really want you to ponder this. I, yes. It's... It's, it's so important. And the other thing is this, ladies, you think it's wrong to say I'm not ready yet because everyone else is ready and you want to be the one that says I'm ready too. Ladies, it is okay to be real right now and surrender to the cross and go, I am not ready yet. It does not mean that you're not ready ever. It just means you're not ready in the moment. And God is going to praise you for it. Because why? You're not going to break the man's heart. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's the thing that you guys need to get. He's never going to tell you you're never going to get married. He's going to love you because you spoke up and said, God, I'm not ready. There's still so much I need to do. I need to heal. I need to grow with you. I need to know who I am. I need to know my calling. I need to know my mission. I need to know my ministry. How are you going to know what your mission is if you don't surrender and give it to the cross? You know, for me, it was hard because I suffered a lot from my past from my father. And, you know, I was all about the, I was beaten. I was broken down and just, I felt worthless. And God woke me up. I remember he woke me up after school. I went to uh, work. I just flat out worked. And God kept telling me, get a big, get a degree. And I got my teaching degree. After my teaching degree, God elevated me because I wanted what he wanted for me. I, I went from trying to look for a man, and this was years ago, to, nope, I'm focused on the cross. You know, I, I put him aside because God had him for me. 
But I was putting him aside at this point because it's like, nope, I, I want to be the woman of God that you said, yes, God. I, I, I want him to see you through me. He placed the podcast on my heart in 2018. And I remember going, this is too big for me. I am just a simple girl with nothing. Like, I have nothing. And God stopped me and said, you have everything you need. You have the sword of the spirit. You have my voice. And you have my talents that I planted the seed in you. That's all you need, my love. Go do the podcast. And from that point on, I was praying and praying and praying. And God wanted me to get a co-host. And God kept trying to tell me, nope, this girl's not the right one. That's not the right one. Then I met this girl right here. Let me tell you what. You all call me Cinderella. Have you seen this girl? I mean, have you really seen this girl? Can I just share that? Can, can I just share it? This is the bell to my Cinderella. You're all seeing roses and glass slippers when in reality, God had the perfect match to this podcast because she was walking the walk, talking the talk, and she was just like me. And God said, I don't want you doing this podcast until we find what we're looking for. And this girl and I just kept talking and talking and talking. And God was like, ding, this is it. And then he expanded. Like, she can probably agree with me. He expanded this podcast. Mm. It was going to yeah. be about Cinderella and courtship and all these things. And God goes, no, you're going to do the heart posture with Beauty and the Beast. You're going to do counterfeits with Gaston. You're going to do uh, the right suitable match, the custom-made slipper, all of these things. Like he was downloading multiple things. And then God spoke to Felicity. And I'm going to let her share her side of the story because you know what? This is her story to tell too. It's crazy because like God spoke to us in the same way before we even met each other. Yes. He, Mm -hmm. I mean, when we first met, I was like, girl, you're never going to, I think I'm crazy for saying this. Everyone's going to think I'm crazy. I haven't told anybody because people are going to think I'm crazy. I tell you and you're like, no way. I've had the same thing. And I'm like, okay, wait, hang on, hang on. And like every single day we talk, you guys, every single day, there's something that I'm like, I don't even know how I'm still amazed like how are we not on oxygen no the better question is how are we not on oxygen right now it's been a week like oh my gosh it has but i okay it's digging into me right now so i'm just gonna say it yeah absolutely you said come you're the comfort zone Mm -hmm. okay Mm mm-hmm i woke up this morning okay guys it is my lifelong dream to travel it is my dream. I want to travel, but I'd never have anybody to go with me. I've been, within the last few years, I've traveled so much, okay? But not nearly as much as I want to. Now, I work a nine-to-five job. So this morning, I woke up, and it was like weekend trips. And I was like, what? What? Weekend trips. Leave Friday. Come home Sunday. And I was like, wait, what? And then I talked to Katie about it, and she was like, you have to step out of your comfort zone. We each have something that God has called us to do. And it got me thinking because if you are in your comfort zone, how can you let God direct you? Amen. You're comfortable. Yes. You don't need you you don't need direction. You're comfortable. Oh, for sure. With whatever for sure. happens. Right. Whatever happens. Hmm. Well, 
I'm comfortable. Nothing can touch me. Well, not... Not only that, but here's the thing what I shared with her. You know, I went on vacations too. You know, I had to go on business trips for work and I had to go, I went to a concert for like two and a half to three days. And then I had to go to a conference for work and God told me to step up and go. And I wasn't going to go. And he's like, nope, I need you to go on this trip. And I was like, you want me to go on this trip? He goes, no, I need you to go on this trip. Because I was so like, I'm okay where I live. It's fine. Like, God elevated me. He's like, no, honey, I called you to be a wife. Now it's time to be a wife. Go on a vacation with me. And God Mm -hmm. took my hand and was like, you're going on vacation with me today. And I did. I went on vacation with Jesus on top of my um, conference. And let me tell you what, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself. And God was like, I brought you here for a reason. You're thinking too small. I'm bringing you to the big. Welcome to big. Mm. I just keep feeling a vacation with Jesus. Yes. And I keep feeling, I keep feeling San Diego. Oh, yes. And I I told her, no, if you don't go, I'm going to get mad. (laughs) Because (laughs) in her gut, she's like, I need to go to San Diego. I'm like, well, what's stopping you? And she was like, what? I said, what's stopping you? I mean, realistically, what is stopping you from going? It's the choice Nothing. is free will. Nothing. It's my it's my my comfort zone that's stopping me. I mean, your girl's happy right now because she just said she's going to come visit me. I'm like, say what now? <laughs> so I said amen to the trips because, hey, me get to see my best friend. I'm great. Yes. Oh my gosh, I can't. Maybe maybe I'll meet the guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pray. not banking on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let God direct me. Amen. With whatever whatever he has for me, he I'm going to let him direct me. But what was I saying before that? I totally went off topic. It was about vacations, but I'm going to talk about love stories. God is the creator of love stories. Mm. Like he is the ultimate storyteller. Y'all think he's not a hopeless romantic? You are dead wrong. He is a hopeless romantic. Good, because so am I. (laughs) Oh, amen. I am too. I mean, (laughs) I am very hopeless romantic. Very, 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 very much. There is something I've been dying to share with you guys, but you're going to have to wait till next week for something that was a hopeless romantic event. So I can't share until next week. But we'll just get you guys on the edge of your seat, you know. But Jesus died on the cross for you. This is true. But he came back again. He's alive and well. That is what I call a hopeless romantic. You know, he sacrificed his own self for us to have life. He could have said, heck no, in the garden sweating blood he could have said to God I am not doing this (laughs) I am not gonna get I'm not gonna do this I I don't want to die I love the life I'm living I don't want to die he had to it was to tell the story see what I think about in a kingdom marriage when it develops is it has to be told like a story Every testimony has a story, but you have to have a story to tell the story. That just came to me. 
That just came mm-hmm. to me. You know, God's story is a beautiful story. It's it's a gut-wrenching story. You know, we read a lot of books right now, and it's like, this is gut-wrenching. Read The Crucifixion. That is a gut-wrenching story. I sobbed during that movie. I bawled. Have you seen The the Passion of the Christ? I can't watch it. I'm going to be dead oh real gosh. with you right now. I can't watch it. It's bad enough watching Jesus in Nazareth. Growing up as children, my mom, like, bless her heart, we were little. But she's like, you, you are watching this. She did it out of love because she wanted us young to see what Jesus really did for us. And I remember throwing up and crying, mm-hmm. going, what is this? And mom goes, mm-hmm. it's got a beautiful ending. Just keep watching. And I was like, how? And I remember screaming, how is this beautiful? Like, this is not okay. That's my prince. He's dying for me. And I remember sobbing because I used to call him my, my prince charming. I still do. And I'm like, he's dying, mom. He's dying. And she's like, I know. I know. Mama, why? 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 Why are they doing this to him? And I remember I was a mess. Then I saw what happened and I remember bawling and I was shook. And mom goes, your Prince Charming is still alive. And the legacy continues to grow. And I remember my whole self, my body just I felt like I was on cloud nine for a second because I was like, here he is sacrificing himself for me, a nobody, me, to give me this? Just thinking about that brings me to tears every single time. I I have makeup on looking up going, don't cry, don't cry. It's been a lot of crying today, like in a good way. I don't want to cry again. I already have a headache. (laughs) <laughs> Every single time I like think and picture, I sometimes do like to bring me back. Yeah. And humble myself. Yeah. I think about what did Jesus go through for you? Mm. Jesus did not go through that for you to make that choice. <gasps> Jesus did not do that for you to turn on him because you didn't get what you wanted. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm gonna I know, cry. I know. It's like it's like bringing me to tears. But like, <sighs> it really just makes me think. Like, how selfish am I to turn my back on God because I have not gotten what I wanted yet? Because I've not gotten what I wanted. Listen, God gives us what we need. Yes, not what we want. And if He gave you everything you wanted, first of all, God is not a genie. But if He gave you everything you wanted. Would you still worship him today? Yes. Or would you only worship him for what he can give you? Brings us back to episode one. This is like a full circle. That This episode yes. is bringing the last two episodes Everlasting together. love. It just, I keep hearing everlasting love. I don't know why. I just, mm-hmm. that's what's coming to me, Felicity, is everlasting love. The thing is, you don't know how lucky you are in life right now. I mean, legitimately think about it. You don't know how lucky you have in life right now. There are many people that have nothing right now. Like, for example, you're looking at Ukraine. Mm -hmm. You're looking at what's going on. They have nothing. And here Their families are being torn apart. Yes, that's the thing. Their families are being torn apart. Houses are being destroyed. Innocent lives are dying. Babies are dying. You have everything you need right now and you live in Goshen. How dare you tell God I don't have a thing? 
when you have it all in life. You have it all, girls. Like, here's the thing. You have it all. If you look what's going on in the world right now, there are people losing everything. They don't have food. They don't have water. They don't have shelter. They don't have a home. They don't have family. They don't have a mom. They don't have a dad. They have nothing. You should be praising Jesus in where you are right now. Yeah. And you should not be worshiping or you should not turn your future marriage into an idol. No. Because I'm going to say this. Say it loud and proud. Do it. Nobody has come and died for your sins. Only Jesus. Yes. No other man has come, taken every single burden on himself, taken your life choices on himself. Okay. Why are you worshiping this idea of marriage? Why are you worshiping this idea of the perfect life, the American dream, being rich, being famous? Why are you chasing these things? Because those things did not come down on this earth in the form of man, live the life perfectly, knowing what would happen to him, brutally beaten. There was a ball with spikes on it that was crushing his bones splintering his bones okay speared in the side nailed his flesh to the cross put a crown of thorns on his head and you have the nerve to worship something other than him let's bring you back a little further ladies um when jesus was on the cross ready to take his final breath he said to god why have you forsaken me he never forsake his own child he was right there with him the entire time. The entire time he was getting beaten. I'm going to cry. Beaten up, whipped, persecuted by words, all of these things. God was right there with him the entire time. And he did not forsake his child. That's the thing I'm trying to get to you girls. You have not been forsaken. You have not been forgotten. He knows your pain. Sometimes it's okay to just cry and not talk. It's okay to just be quiet and just cry and let God take you in his arms and go, you don't think I know how you feel? You don't think I know what you want? I love you. I died for you. Look at me. I died for you. I want the blindfold off of you, my beloved child, because I need you to understand it's always going to be me and you. It's never going to be about anyone else. It's going to be about me and you. You're delaying your own blessing because you still can't see that I've never left you nor forsaken you. I am right here in the ups and downs, the trials, the tribulations, the happy times, the good times, all of these things. I'm right there with you. But can you see it? Can you feel it? Do you want it? He's your husband, ladies. He is nagging for a relationship with you. He loves you. But you have got to understand it's always going to be him, not them. That's why I say it every single time. It is the perfect 
love story, he took on every single person's sin in this entire world throughout all of history and things that have yet to come. He has taken on every ounce of sin in this world to and died for you, became the most sinful thing, not by his actions, but what he took on for us so that we could have eternity with him. Guys, he had the power to take himself off of that cross. Jesus is God. He had the power to take himself off of that cross and say, you know what? This hurts too much. I am not doing this. Exactly. But he didn't because he loves you. He died for you. And he did not die so that you can worship another idol. He did not die for you to get angry at him because you're not getting what you wanted. That is not the reason for his story. He gave us the most perfect love story that will ever exist. No, nothing else will ever be the perfect love story like we have. Jesus, I'm dying on that cross for us. And our marriage, our man of God, our woman of God that's going to come to us will not be Jesus. They will not live up to being Jesus. Do not put that label on them or do not put them on a pedestal that they have no right being on. They will never, if that's the expectation that you have for them, you are going to be left heartbroken because that will never happen. Not only that, ladies, you're never going to get married. Not only that, it's a better, you're never going to get married because you you don't get it. You don't understand it. You You just don't get it. And it's not God being mean. It's the choice is free will. You have free will to make this choice. Wow. Wow, this episode was heavy. I thought I did enough crying today. I guess I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, before we take a close, I want you to just listen to the words coming out of both of our mouths. We say this out of love. We are your best friends. We love you so much that we do not want to see you delayed. But you have got to stop idolizing an image and start going to the cross. He's the only one that can give you your true heart's desire because it's always been about his needs for you, not your wants for yourself. I I don't want you mad at us. And if you are, that's that's perfectly fine. You know, it, it's okay to be mad. But just know we still love you and we want the best for you. We don't want you with the wrong man. Not only that, if we didn't tell you these things, we can't guarantee that there would be somebody else telling you these things. And when we get to Judgment Day... And say, let's just say that we're in a line, okay? Somebody in front of you, say Moses is in front of you, Jacob's behind you, and Deborah's off to your side. Not, not Deborah from <laughs> just a random Deborah. I was saying that random name, I was like, oh. <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> but Debbie, we'll go with Debbie. Yeah. Debbie's off to your side, okay? Debbie was your best friend. She looks at you. Yes. And goes, how could you? Yes. You knew this. You knew all along. You knew this entire time 
that this is how it was going to end. Why didn't you say anything to me? Why didn't you plead to me that this is how it was going to end? Why didn't you tell me? Oh, Debbie, I just didn't want to offend you. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. And Debbie goes, why? Because now I'm not going to get this everlasting life. Yes. Because you didn't tell me. You needed to tell me. Yes. And that's what we are called to be. We are not, we are called to love one another, but we are also called to bring each other closer to Christ. And guys, that's what we're trying to do with this podcast. We're not trying to condemn you or shame you. No. We're just trying to bring things to light. And we want you to really, we want you to be men and women of God. We do. We want you to be Ephesians 5 men. We want you to be Proverbs 31 women. And if we are the tool to help get you there, then so be it. Would you rather hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant, than not hear anything from God at all? I want you to really think about that. Our mission is to hear God say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. I am proud of you. This was hard for you to do. Yes, I know you broke some hearts, but you did it for me. And I'm proud of you. Ladies, that's all I want to hear from him. If I break hearts, I'm okay with that. I'm okay for that. I'm not here to please this world. I'm here to build God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. That's all I want to do. And we want you girls to do that too. Break hearts Mm. if you have to. Take out soul ties if you have to. Take out the wrong men if you have to. Break up. Break up with them. Break off the soul ties. Break off the generational curses. Do whatever you have to do in order to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And know that Felicity and I are so proud of you. But most importantly, God is proud of you too because you let go. You finally said goodbye. Amen. And I'm going to (laughs) cry. Amen. Should we close in prayer? Yes. Yes. All right. You okay if I pray? Absolutely. I've done enough All crying. Right. You go ahead. <laughs> Please pray. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, you are my shepherd. You are my savior. You are my strength, my provider. Lord, I come before you and I ask that you transform each and every person's heart that is listening today, Lord. I pray and thank you for not giving us everything that we want. Lord, I pray and thank you for protecting us from our own deceitful desires that our heart wants. Lord, I pray that you direct the path for each and every single one of us listening. And you don't let us give in to the sins of the world and to temptation. Lord, you have not called us to be a part of this world. You have called us to be a part of you and your kingdom, your kingdom only, Lord. Lord, I pray that each and every single one of us listening ministers to people that need to hear the word, Lord. You gave us the perfect love story. How could we not spread the word to others, Lord? I don't want anybody to be standing there on Judgment Day saying, how could you? Why didn't you tell me? Lord, I ask that you give each and every single one of us the strength, the wisdom, and the power to speak your holy name across all the nations and prophesy to the world, Lord. Help us to stay focused on you, Lord. 
transform and clean out our hearts. Take out any jealousy out of every single one of our hearts, Lord. We should be focused on you. We forget that you have already given us everything that we need, Lord. Lord, help us help others. In your holy and heavenly name we pray. Amen. Mm. Well, thank you guys so much for listening today. Don't forget, we love you. We're here to encourage you. Yes, absolutely. Mm. And ladies, if you need any prayers, know that we are both praying for you right now. Okay? And know one thing. God is so stinking proud of you because you finally let go and gave the full wheel to the real Prince Charming. We're rooting for you, girls. Amen. Mm. We will see you next week. God bless your night, love, and God bless your morning if you guys are going off to work. And I hope you have a blessed day. Yes, take care. Bye, girls. Did you enjoy today's episode? You're in luck because we have social media. You can find me, Felicity, on Instagram at FelicityBrookM and on TikTok at FelicityBrookM. And you can find me, Caitlin, on Instagram, CaitlinLesso28, or on TikTok, OneTheSlipperFits. Until next time, my loves. I hope you have a blessed day, and we'll see you next week for an all-new episode.